Yes. <laughs> Love that song. Hey, my friends, it's Andy coming to you live from Orange County, California. And um, yes, 2020 has been a year of impossibilities uh, in, a, in a lot of ways, both uh, in our, our country, uh, in my personal life. And I'm going to bring you a couple of those things to, um, to kind of, I don't know, I hope to bring some positive light to this year <laughs> because uh, unlike um, myself, I understand that there are people that are really distressed about whatever, everything that's happened over this year. Excuse me while I open this can. Um, it's uh, bubbly. It really is bubbly. <laughs> it's called bubbly. Um, and, um, but I, I really do believe, and I early on, and I don't know if, if any of you that are on currently uh, or that have watched over the uh, last couple months, uh, remember way back at the beginning of this thing, this thing, the, the pandemic and the beginning of 2020, when things began to kind of go a little bit sideways, um, I said, this is a great opportunity for you as an individual to turn whatever's going to happen, whatever's happening now to you around. And we thought at the time it was only going to be like 14 days. Uh, and then it, we thought, well, maybe it's just going to be like another month. And then maybe it's just going to be another couple months. And then it just kept right. Uh, but early on, uh, early on, what I said was that, hey, anybody want to get into the mass business, business? And everybody laughed at me and said, oh, you're being ridiculous. And and why are you fear mongering? And I said, because I think we're, uh, I had this feeling that we were going to need masks. And I was being told what an idiot I was. And then yet, a couple months later, I should have been in the mass business. What was I thinking? Um, but uh, I, I tell people, this is a, a time for opportunity when things are going all right. And, and I'm going to talk about uh, just one thing really quick here that may sound a little strange. But uh, I've been in the police dog business for years, 30 years uh, up to this point, and um, trained a lot of bomb dogs, trained bombs for Disneyland and for um, a, whole bunch of, a whole bunch of other uh, companies and, and police departments. And and narcotics dogs and police dogs that are trained to search for bad guys, bite bad guys and all that kind of stuff. And one of the things about being in a business like that is that when tragedy happens, business is good. And so uh, I think early on, especially being in law enforcement for 21 years, is that um, when things aren't good, there there's, there's always opportunity. I mean, don't always look at, at when things are bad, that, it, that it's bad, that there always is something positive that can come out of uh, even things that are bad. So early on, I've always had this kind of attitude. And um, and then things in regard to President Trump, um, when he was when he was first elected, uh, and things began to, you know, go sour with um, our country in regard to the Democrats, because they're evil, demonic people, is that they wanted to do everything they possibly could to destroy not only him, but conservatives and talk about how we are racist. I was told I was a Nazi and a whole bunch of other stuff. And again, I was like very positive, like, wow, this is <laughs> there's some good thing. And so I uh, created a show. Um, and then there was some stuff that happened with the police. And so I had, had more topics. And I know this sounds really bizarre, but you you can look for opportunity at the time of, of, of um, uh, you know, unusual happenings and occurrences that are happening around the world. Um, and, and so I'm going to talk a little bit about that. And then I'll talk about some of the things that I thought were uh, actually impossible for me that have become possible all in this fantastic year of 2020. 2020 is an amazing year. Uh, hey, Hattie, nice to see you. Uh, uh, my love of my life. And then we have Carol uh, also um, from uh, NI Police Department uh, back in the day. Uh, we used to hang out and, and have uh, fun with, uh, you know, what was it, 1010 South Harbor? Is that where we used to go after work? And uh, there was plenty of times where a whole group of uh, police officers and um, 
and people that worked at police department, we would hang out at 1010 South Harbor. Um, you're not late. I just got started. All right. So um, first, what I'm going to talk about, I'm going to talk about that. I mean, this wasn't didn't happen in 2020, but President Trump's presidency uh, occurred uh, in regard to an impossibility. Everybody said it was impossible that he would become president. It's impossible that he would get past the nominee, that he would even be nominated. And, and yet, so his his whole history was overcoming uh, the, the naysayers, the people would say that whatever is going to uh, uh, be around Donald Trump, it was going to fail. Uh, his foreign policies were gonna fail. Um, his, um, uh, the financial aspects of our country, uh, the stock market, the, the, uh, the infrastructure, everything that would, would fail and was impossible for him. Oh, the wagon wheel too. Yeah, <laughs> wagon wheel. Oh my gosh, Carol. Yes, I forgot about the wagon wheel. Um, and so, um, the impossibles, the impossibilities that were put before us and saying he cannot do it. He proved everybody wrong. Now let's bring this into 2020. And one of the most important things that occurred in 2020 uh, was this thing. Now this isn't, uh, you know, I don't want to hear uh, or necessarily uh, bring to attention the, um, the lack of um, what's that's not the, that's not the word I'm looking for. Um, the, the people that don't like vaccines, whatever the, you know, whatever your view is on that, that doesn't matter. Not in regard to this subject matter, but I'm going to uh, uh, bring in uh, Dan Bongino, which I love to bring around every so often. But he had a really great um, uh, a portion of his show today that talked about some of these things that were impossible. So let's let's bring this one in, and I'm just going to share this with you really quickly. Uh, and this is Dan talking about vaccines that, that everybody in the media said it's impossible. He will never get a vaccine in time. And and you got to understand one of the reasons why they said that was not because, I mean, one aspect was they thought that it was impossible. They thought there is no way. This is the one thing he will not overcome because what we want is we want the, there to be despair. We want there to be fear. We want um, a reason to shut down countries. We want a reason to shut down businesses. We need to make uh, America almost unlivable so nobody would ever think voting for Donald Trump. Uh, and that was obviously their goal. And they thought, here's what we'll do is we'll say that there's no way that everything could go back to normal until there's a vaccine. And they thought this could last for years. This could last all through the next. Pre if he gets ha happens to get elected for the next four years, we can we can use this for another four years because it's taken up to five years sometimes to get a vaccine, not only created but get it approved so that people can actually take it. And they said this is we this is perfect. This is what we'll do. We'll say that we'll say that you have to have a vaccine in order for us to open up the country. And and here's some of the um, of Dan Bunch. Gino show that brings back some of these things uh, in regard to the vaccine. So let's bring this up to the stream here uh, and I will uh, mute my mic and then I will make it uh, uh, fill the screen. Oops, I got to get rid of the, my um, gosh, darn it. I, I need to, I need a producer. I need somebody to do this stuff for me. All right, here we go. I'm going to mute my mic. Sorry, I, I did it again. <laughs> I tell you, I need a producer. There's a button I have to click in order for you to hear the audio. And I think in my rush to get up and running here, I did not click that button. I'm almost positive I didn't do it this time. So here we go. All right. So I'm going to mute my mic. Joe, has the year ended yet? 2020? I'm just checking. Is it January, December? Not yet. Not Thank yet. you, Ombudsman Joe, for that brilliant analysis. He even said it is worse than 1960s game show voice. Not yet, Dad. Thanks, Wink. 
Not yet. It hasn't ended. And we do have a vaccine injected into people's arms yesterday. Here's the media telling you that's absolutely impossible. Check this out. And on a vaccine. We'd love to see if we could do it prior to the end of the year. But many scientists, including the president's ousted former top vaccine official, say that is overly optimistic. That's an ambitious timeline, and many health experts aren't so sure it's achievable. So many experts and doctors today immediately cast doubt on that. Experts say he'd need a miracle to be right. It would take, you know, over a year. Experts are warning that kind of timeline may be overly ambitious. Health experts pushing back. So many experts. NBC News did a fact check on this today that a coronavirus vaccine, Trump says it could come out this year, this sort of, you know, happy talk that he's doing about a vaccine. You cannot talk yourself into a vaccine. The fastest a vaccine has ever been produced from start to finish is five years. Previous vaccines have taken years to develop. History actually holds a lot of different lessons um, for us about politicians rushing to science when it comes to vaccines. Will we get the best vaccine in this timetable uh, or will we just get a vaccine? This kind of promise is clearly political, but it's also remarkably dangerous. Some have even argued it's perhaps dangerous. So if we say, well, they can't really get this vaccine, the science is questionable. Now we're the negative Nancys. Oh, look at that Acosta, always trying to kill our optimism. You understand these are some of the dumbest people on planet Earth? I love Dan's commentary there. That always makes me laugh. Uh, yeah, so it's impossible. You can't do it. But nobody told Donald Trump it was impossible, uh, and he made it possible. Uh, let me bring up, uh, I'm going to kind of fast forward here to another section of this. It was so important that... Um, John Kerry said that it was impossible to get peace in the Middle East. Uh, and I and I actually uh, made a clip. I put this on my personal page. But here is uh, another impossibility, uh, apparently, for uh, President Donald Trump. Oops. There we go. Hold on one second. You don't believe me they said this was impossible, just like they say the vaccine is possible. Yet these are the serious people, folks, and we're all the idiots. Here's John Kerry on video saying these peace deals are impossible unless you take care of the Palestinian issue first. Check this out. There will be no separate peace between Israel and the Arab world. I want to make that very clear to all of you. I've heard several prominent politicians in Israel sometimes saying, well, the Arab world's in a different place now. We just have to reach out to them and we can work some things with the Arab world and we'll deal with the Palestinians. No, 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 and no. I can tell you that reaffirmed even in the last week as I have talked to leaders of the Arab community. There will be no advance and separate peace with the Arab world without the Palestinian process and Palestinian peace. Everybody needs to understand that. That is a hard reality. <laughs> this is like a clown show. Again, not bozo, crusty. <laughs> That's my favorite part. We just goes back and starts laughing. And um, just simply an impossibility. And he just really was so sure in his um, um, uh, prediction that this would be an impossible situation. And yet we have four peace deals now. Currently, I believe it's four um, and three uh, nominations for the Nobel Peace Prize. And uh, and so I, I just encouraged that um, 
there's even, I mean, again, and, and, and Hedia even kind of laughs at me sometimes because I say, no, it's not, you know, there's still, a, there's still a little window. President Trump could get another four years. And I know it's very slim at this point, um, but they, we still have some legal opportunities. And, uh, and she tells her, I don't know who you're listening to. I'm just hopeful. I'm listening to myself that so far, and this is the reason I'm bringing this up. So far, he has been told that it's impossible to get a vaccine because it can take up to five years and he's done it in less than a few months. <laughs> that it's impossible that they get a peace deal in the Middle East, which seemingly, and I was kind of thinking, no, there's no way you can get these idiots to agree to anything. Um, and yet he was able to do it. Um, and so I'm not ready to say that it's impossible that Donald Trump won't get another four years um, here uh, coming up, that it's not over until uh, until Joe Biden has his hand up. And then a couple months later, he um, goes away, goes to the old folks home and uh, Kamala Harris becomes our Pamela, our, our, pre our president. I can't speak. Um, and so. Um, I am not ready to say in, in, in 2020 that this is impossible. So many things that were said, there are, there are other things that happened, not only in just 2020, but even previous to that. Again, I, I talked about that it was impossible that he could become president. It was an, impossible that um, he would have uh, a being, um, what was one of the things Obama said? I forget, Some one of you know what it, what it is, that it was impossible for um, um, to bring, um, something back in the United States. Uh, forget what, it had something to do with the economy, but it had to do with, um, you know, bringing back jobs from China and other places back here. The For whatever reason, the, the, the words are escaping me. But yet he did that too, um, uh, that the economy would, and there was like some um, Nobel Prize winning um, economist who said that there's no way that it's impossible for Donald Trump to bring back a positive economy to the United States. And yet he did. And even under a pandemic, we still had record-breaking stock market, record-breaking uh, jobs, um, we, um, that it was impossible for him to, um, to be liked within the Black community. And yet more Black uh, 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 people in the Black community voted for Donald Trump during this last election. More Hispanics voted for Donald Trump in this election that he would never get a wall built and yet he got a wall built. And so all these impossibilities, not just in 2020, but leading up to 2020 is, is I'm still not ready to say that it's impossible that he can't come back and do it in immediate four years. Now he could come back in 2024 and do another four years, but I, I'm just not, I'm not ready to say that because he's proven so many people wrong on so many uh, levels at, at so many times. So April Roger says, uh, Trump will get another four years. Now it could be 2020, but it also could be 2024, which would be uh, either way. I'm, I'm going to be happy. The national guard is already strategically placed around our country under the guise of disturbing, distributing vaccines. Ah, I never thought about that. That's pretty, um, Pretty crazy. I have to admit, there is still the congressional approval of the electoral college votes. Well, do you see, <laughs> Eddie, I love you. I I, I, I like that. I'm, I'm kind of made. I don't know. I, maybe I'm having influence, but um, uh, there's always something, right? There's always something that can get in there. Uh, and um, again, I'm not ready to say it's impossible because again, I, I I almost always there's sometimes I believe these idiots that are saying it's impossible to get a vaccine by the end of the year, and I'm thinking, gosh, that. I've never heard of anything being done so quickly in regard to the FDA. Um, and I've been aware of the FDA through uh, training of um, uh, detection dogs for E. coli salmonella detection, that that was, it was, it was literally impossible. Five years I worked on a project and got nowhere with the FDA and the state of California, even though they're the ones who hired me and put us through um, a, um, 
a program with UC Davis and with federal grants and and uh, Chiquita and uh, Fresh Express and, and a whole bunch of other um, Dole, other uh, produce companies where they wanted this done. And we proved it right. And we proved that a dog could be used to, to search for and locate the odor of a salmonella um, uh, E. coli contaminant uh, in produce. We, show, we, we did it right in front of them. And we showed the dog had a very su successful, uh, a very high success rate. And um, it was almost an impossibly successful uh, success rate. And yet nothing happened. Nothing happened. And so I have a history. I know how difficult it is to get these things through the FDA uh, and the state of uh, California Department of Public Health and Hawaii Department of Public Health, the Florida Department of Public Health, a number of them, Ireland, um, uh, the UK, um, uh, and, and, and it had been before uh, the UK government speaking uh, to a number of, um, of officials over there, and none of them acted. There is some, there's always something, there's always somebody that when you bring in the possibility of doing something fast and positive that will, that will streamline something, that somebody doesn't like it. There's always somebody that doesn't like it. There's always somebody in the politics of everything that will put a kibosh on anything that gets things done quickly. There's something wrong in government that they don't like things that are effective and done quickly. And, and, I, and I've uh, seen that. And so, again, Donald Trump doesn't come from that. He didn't, he's not a political hack. He was never in politics. And he was a president that came from a business standpoint, and he got things done. And again, that's the reason why I'm, I'm not ready to say that this impossibility uh, of him becoming um, uh, our next, uh, you know, having an additional four years as our president is not um, is not possible. Oh, and he can always leave. <laughs> yeah, that, that would be a bad look because that would be hard uh, on him on, on 2024. Uh, Donald Trump is the only president during my lifetime who actually looks younger at the <laughs> Yeah, you know that is actually pretty funny. He, does, he actually, for me, he doesn't look like he changed at all. Almost every president within the first four years have, has gone from a young kind of looking person to like a, a, a haggard uh, old man at the end. Uh, can you imagine what... <laughs> I give Biden four months, not four years, as president of the United States. Four months, max, um, as our president. Why do you think that is? Uh, the things that make you go, hmm. Um, uh, they, I don't know, because they just, because they, they can't get nothing done, right? They keep thinking, well, we're going to get something done. And then they, uh, and they're just horrible, nasty people. Horrible, nasty people age quicker. People that are not, um, again, look at uh, conservatives. Conservatives all look, for the most part, positive, happy, singing, um, and um, really positive. And then look at Democrats. They're old and haggard and ugly people, de demonic people. Uh, and if you if you don't believe me, just look at video of, of BLM, Antifa, and what they look like. And, and, and then you look at a Trump rally and look at the difference. Just put the two videos side by side, and you will see what I'm talking about. All right. Let's get into this imp impossibility now on a personal level because I got to get to cooking hamburgers for my kids. And, and that, that leads me to uh, uh, 2020 uh, being a year of impossibilities where they aren't so impossible. And um, I got to tell you, although that my walk uh, uh, with, with Christ and my walk in, in, you know, uh, in, uh, in, uh, on earth as a Christian man or a godly man, however you want to put it, is not one that came easy. Right. It, it, I've told you the story. Last 20 years, I've been a so-called Christian and it's not been easy. I've, I've, I've stumbled. I've tripped. I fall. I, I, I've done you know, things that, um, um, you know, are not godly and not uh, as a godly man should act. And so whatever that may be. Right. Whatever. If it's, um, you know, um, 
you know, just a number of things, you know, I've gone over them and there's no, I mean, just, and I'm not, I've not murdered anybody. I've not, I've not done anything like that, but you know what I mean? Cussing or, or yelling at, you know, inappropriately or, or calling somebody names. You know, I know I called, um, you know, the one thing that, that people talk to me about all the time and including um, some people that I, I, that, um, in my, in my recent past that, that still, that I still have to communicate with for uh, obvious reasons, um, is that, um, well, that's not very Christian when you call people morons. Well, you know what, um, when you're talking to evil and you're talking about to the devil, you, that I, I think that you can say that because they're evil and they're devilish and they're demonic. And then some of the words I use to, to, to speak of, of evil sometimes comes off as, as bad. And I look at the Democrats as the enemy to the United States of America. I look at what they're doing to our country as demonic. I think that uh, Nancy Pelosi is a demonic person. I think Gavin Newsom is a demonic person. And me calling him a moron is actually being nice because there's other things I want to call him and I don't. And so I, I, I really do hold back. So minus that, my walk with God, now that I've, I've prefaced that, has been, a, has been one of those things that I think many people thought was impossible. Uh, and, and, it's, and again, I'm not trying to say that I... Um, because I was a police officer, I think there were many things I did as a police officer that uh, were very positive, and I think there was some. I was faced with with the possibility of of going rogue or going bad, and always made the right decision because um, um, it, because it's always the right thing to do. But I think that there's there are times as a as a police officer that um, you can see things and do things and have the opportunity to do things that um, the uniform will bring you from time to time. And kind of there's that little bit of a crossing of a line. Um, and again, I don't want you to think that I've done anything so horrible that it's like a, a criminal act. But, you know, just being egotistical. <laughs> right. You, have you ever seen a cop that's been egotistical? Uh, you know, th that could have been me, um, that, you know, on some level uh, at, at some times and, and doing things like that. Um, um, you know, travels across the world and and going to bars and drinking excessively and uh, get involving myself in debauchery and that kind of stuff, which is clearly, um, if anybody that knows me has been around me, and there's, I don't know anybody that, well, Carol, Carol and I, I mean, Carol's seen me, Carol never did it, Carol's always been godly, uh, but seen me at the wagon wheel, right? All of us at the wagon wheel would have a, a few drinks uh, and probably um, say things and do things that were not very godly. So I can say that kind of stuff. And so when I look at that level or that impossibility of that man, of that guy now coming to a place where I'm now doing devotionals on, a, on nearly a daily basis, talking about God, um, meeting a woman that's so um, uh, such a great fit for me as where I am on my walk in regard to uh, having somebody that's godly in your life, Hedia uh, Maramati. Uh, and having that opportunity would seem like an impossibility. Like there's there's no way that the old Andy would land a godly woman like Hedia Maramati. It's an impossibility. Nobody would said if you were to take and, and write out, um, you know, a description of a woman and where she is in her walk with God, and then you you would take the old Andy, the impossible Andy, right, and write down, you know, he's uh, these things. <laughs> <laughs> and you would go now you would say next let's get a you know let's get another woman right the, the impossibility of us coming together was just one of those things it was an impossibility and you can see this and i'm gonna i'm gonna bring up my my facebook page here um and this is uh something you know, and i hope that I've, I've made sense and all that because it sounds like i was like walking around some things it's just that it's uncomfortable uh talking about things like that um uh, obviously very clearly but if i bring up a, a facebook page here's a post that hedia put up today um and uh in her story about where she's been and the impossibility of the two of us uh you know she's um you know persian 
Um, I have uh, some Indian, Hispanic, and uh, you know, uh, you know, and I, and I live here in Orange County. She lives up in Ventura County. Um, the chances of us attending the same church is actually nearly an impossibility, but we found the same church. Um, again, both of us essentially being on the same path on our walk, an impossibility. And it, it, and then so and then you come to these comments, and I'm not going to put them all, uh, but you can clearly see that there are some people that. Um, that are just so happy for us. And they uh, have either uh, been um, uh, a, a, an observer of my transition from who I was to who I am to who I am now. And when you read, and many of you that are on my personal page can, can obviously see those posts. And when you see the amount of love coming from so many of my friends. I am clearly blessed and I'm clearly unaware uh, as I read these posts of the people that I've touched. I mean, there are people that are from my, uh, you know, that are police officers or they worked in police departments or they were the spouses of police officers who worked at, you know, back in the day. There are people that know me from the dog world. There are people that know me from, um, you know, just Facebook or Viseo or other uh, things that I've been to. And you see all these people and the great thing or from my marketing in San Diego. And I, I've seen people from all the different uh, stages of my life so happy. <laughs> with 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 everything that's it is really kind of crazy the impossibility of of who i was and even who Hedia was and i'm not and i don't think that i'm saying anything that she would be upset that i said where she was a muslim right that she um you know clearly has a you know and i'll let her tell her story when she wants to but where she was in her life and where i was in iowa life was never never at that point was God, you know, on the horizon. If you go back far enough, like God was just like, yeah, that thing, <laughs> right? There's no way. Yeah, I wouldn't, you know, was like, nobody would ever say that Andy's going to be a godly man speaking about Christian things and speaking about devotionals. On a, no, that's an impossibility. And yet here we are, both of us attending a church in Chino Hills, Calvary Chapel, Kino Hills. We show up on the same day uh, at this event and get put together by two people that work at the church by accident or on purpose by God. And we get together and find each other at the same time um, is, is literally an impossibility becoming possible through what means through, through God that we, we can, uh, we can only claim. <laughs> Because there's no other reason, right? And so when we look at 2020, the year impossibilities with the possibilities through impossibilities, it's either uh, because you just simply, and when I, when I look at Trump, what I, what I look at and see is that he was told things that these are, and he's like going, why are they impossible? Like, like, this is crazy. This shouldn't be impossible. It shouldn't be impossible to get a vaccine with the technology that we have today, with the amount of, 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 of you know, smart people that we have that, that know how to do this at this point in our, in our country, in our world's history, why is this impossible? Why are you telling me this? About, it's mostly about because you, you've put regulations in place that would make it impossible. Let's just get rid of the regulations. Mean, don't be stupid. Don't be stupid, you moron. This, it's, move the, the regulations put the smartest people together from the, the greatest corporations in our world and put them together and say, Hey, we need this done today. We actually, we need it done yesterday and get it done. And so you have a guy that just says, 
<laughs> it's that's dumb to make this impossible, right? It's it's literally stupid uh, in regard to the economy. Why why sh why should we not be able to do that? Because in politics, in, in Washington, D.C., and Eddie would know more than anybody else because she worked in Washington, D.C. and knows um, a, a great deal about how Washington, D.C. works, that you just have people that just like they, they all have their hand in somebody else's pocket. They have, uh, you know, their their agenda. Uh, they got voted based on that they were going to, you know, do, you know, scratch somebody else's back. And this is why nothing gets done, because you have everybody has their own self-interest and how they got, you know, voted in that gets in the way. No, I'm not going to vote for that because I promised, uh, you know, Pfizer that I wouldn't vote for that. I'm not going to vote for that because I, I told China uh, that I would never vote for something like that. And right. So you have all these things happening and here you have a guy in Donald Trump going, I don't, nobody, I owe no one, anything. <laughs> We're going to, and I'm going to make this happen. I don't care what you think. And that's why he's been attacked. Um, and that's why he's getting attacked by Democrats and Republicans, uh, rhinos, um, and a whole number of other uh, corporations and companies, pharmaceutical companies, he's being attacked and being attacked by the devil. Um, and then you come to us, you got Hedy and I. And again, this is a, from a personal standpoint, is that what we expect, and I think Hedy expects us too, and, and it's already happened from time to time, as she was leaving the Muslim religion uh, and I was, uh, you know, going from, you know, this old guy, uh, not old in age, old Andy, uh, into the new Andy is that you get these attacks um, from people who know you. You have people that you used to be married to. You have people that um, are family that will attack you, family members that will attack, family members that will shun you. Uh, and you have all this happening. And as long as you know that you have God, uh, and as long as you know that um, you have um uh, people in Christ that you can now depend on that are family, right? They become family. They're part of, uh, of the church, part of your world. And you begin to focus on those people and understand that it's possible that maybe those people that have shunned you or, or hated on you or whatever they, that they may see something positive and then come around. And I think Hedy has had that happen with, with her too, where you have people that were maybe upset with what the decision she made of going from one religion to the next. And, but now are coming around and going, you know what? You are different. You seem happy. You seem like amazing. Like these, the things that you wrote about this guy, Andy, <laughs> were amazing, right? Uh, and then you, I have people on my side kind of like, you know what? I don't, you know, I'm sorry that you feel that way. I'm sorry that you're sad. I've been told that's very Christian of you. I've had that said to me over the last couple of days. Like, oh, that's not very Christian of you to do that. Um, and trying to draw me down and to, to um, you know, make a point that I'm not being the guy that I'm trying to be. I, again, I, I, I will fail from time to time, but also um, I speak badly about demonic things. And I, and I think that that's, um, I think for the time being, I think that's allowed. Um, I will, I will get better at that and I will uh, not do that so much, but I hope I'm making my point that the impossibility, um, of going from old Andy to new Andy is not impossible. I, I no longer see it. The, the, the fact that I'm with somebody that is amazing is, was not impossible. And I kind of thought that it was because I would settle for, um, um, some people that weren't <laughs> is great. It is probably that I, I thought that I had to kind of settle. And in this case, uh, there's no settling. I mean, if, if you've seen us together, you saw us talking to each other yesterday, if you're on the show and there's nothing that I'm settling for. I, um, I am so lucky. I'm so fortunate that, um, I don't deserve, um, I think sometimes, um, uh, the person, 
that I have in Hedia in my life. In just in a very short period of time, uh, we've discovered that we're madly in love with each other. And so that that was an impossibility, I thought, just months ago. And that's not to say that some of the people that I've, I've met and, 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 and kind of, you know, whether you want to call it dating or, or courting or whatever you want to say and saying hi to that kind of stuff weren't um, that great. It's just that I think that where I am in my life and where Hetty is in her life, it's a it's a it's a perfect match. Um, she's an amazingly smart person, incredibly smart person. We had that discussion today um, and um, it's just an incredible story. Uh, and I and we're probably going to share more of our story. We haven't shared the whole thing. There's more of the story that you got to hear. So I hope this all made sense. I, I know it sounded a little bit rambling from time to time, but the impossibility of our uh, of what's happening in our country and our world, I, I think we're going to work through it. Uh, and again, I'm always uh, positive about, you know, more on the positive side. I like to, to lean on the positive side of things that kind of rubs people the wrong way. How are you always happy about things? How are you always so positive that it's always going to work out? Uh, that's how I choose to live my life, <laughs> that it's uh, that it's always going to work out. And I, I, my assistant goes, I don't understand. How is it you're so positive? I don't know. I just think that that with, with God, uh, especially in your life, that I don't live in fear. I just don't live in fear. That's not how I live. Uh, that even though, um, uh, you know, some pretty horrible things can be happening, um, that um, uh, in the end, uh, that things are going to work out to um, to the better. And I, I don't know how to put it any other way. Um, so let's see what Hedy has to say. Oh, wow. She has a lot to say. I wasn't I wasn't looking at the comments. Um, uh, wow. OK, I, I'm so sorry. I missed so many comments. Uh, yeah. Sticks and stones. <laughs> That's always a good saying. <clears throat> yeah, people will try to bring you down. The devil will work through people in their words and it will be a constant. As you begin to make improvement uh, on your life, it offends people. And, it, and and then they try to bring you back. Like, no, you're the guy that used to drink and then get and then get, you know get naked and jump into the pool. Um, <laughs> off the roof. You're the guy that would uh, you know say these things or do these things. You're the guy. What that's impossible. You cannot be that guy now. We're not gonna let you. We're not gonna let you be that guy because you're the you're the fun guy, right? Which isn't always positive. The fun guy isn't always positive. But um, uh, those are the things that they try. They don't like it. They don't like it when you leave the, the world of debauchery. They don't like it when you leave who you used to be. It's offensive to some people and it drives people crazy. And even uh, people that um, um, are Christians, right? I I know people that are Christians that are very, very bizarre in their, in their thoughts and how they don't like it when you have success and when you have love and when you have um, positive things happen in your life. It, it is a very strange thing. So sorry about that. Uh, give yourself a break. Um, you were young. <laughs> but we had a good time, didn't we, Carol? Uh, well, at least I had a good time. I, I, I don't want to drag you into this world. Um, uh, you're so sweet. I love you, I love you too. <laughs> I, I didn't mean to just like, go over that, but I do. I, you know that I do. The Lord was molding both of you, both you and Hedia, these past few years so that you would both be spiritually ready for each other at just the right time. Uh, during these amazing times we're living in here in 2020. It is amazing times. Um, Queen Esther was Persian too. Yes. I, I recently learned that. I'm not sure how that came up, but I don't, I'm not sure that Hedy have you brought that up. Somebody uh, else, I think at some point sent me a, um, a private message and said, that's so interesting because Queen Esther was Persian too. Uh, and um, yeah, maybe it was Hedy. I don't remember. <laughs> uh, yep. Um, maybe it was Hedy. I can't remember, but I remember that got brought, brought up in conversation. Thank you, Carol. I do appreciate that very much. Um, you have such amazing friends. I do. It, it's, um, 
some, you know, it's, it's funny. I'm talking about some people that kind of drag you down, but I, I, I also, um, and I'm so, and I think I said this, but I just want to make sure this is clear. I have so many friends that I'm so, I had no idea that I had so many amazing friends that, that are just so, um, loving and so positive in their comments and have saying, have said some of the most amazing things. I mean, I, I don't want to go to them because I don't want to, um, be self-serving, but some of the words that people use to describe, uh, their relationship with me or uh, me and what, how they think of me. Uh, I'm, 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 I'm moved. I'm moved by uh, some of the words that uh, the people use um, with God. All things are him possible. <laughs> I love that. Oh my gosh. All right. That's so self-serving, but thank you. Hedio. Uh, led by example, showing others what it looks like uh, to walk in faith, plant seeds for others as Hedia said last night, and keep watering those seeds for others, then pray for that those seeds take root. Absolutely. I didn't marry until I was 36. My church friends introduced me to my husband. Oh, that's awesome. He saved me after 9-11. He was the rock. He was my rock. His words and wisdom saved me. Good for you guys. Wow, that's awesome. I need to hear that story. Carol, you and your husband need to come on my show and tell your story. Um, Let me know if that's possible. That'd be awesome. No luck at all. Great fortune because of him. Oh, yep. And therefore, if anyone is in Christ, the new creation has come. The old has gone. The new is here. Second Corinthians 5.17. I told you, you guys. Yeah, she is a walking Bible encyclopedia. Um, uh, I'm uh, I'm not sure if you caught. I don't think you caught. I'm, I'm pretty sure she just probably wrote that off the top of her head. And she knows. All right, my friends. I just wanted to come on uh, because I was so moved by the... Um, uh, the comments uh, from Hedia's post uh, from friends across the globe, literally across the globe. people that I've known from the marketing, again, from police department marketing to uh, dog training. Um, and I, I don't know what I did to deserve such great friends, um, but um, I'm very fortunate and God has blessed me uh, more than I knew. I didn't know God was blessing me, of course, back in the day and did not realize it. I realize it now. I realize that he was shaping me and forming me for this time in my day. I have, uh, uh, you know, these children that are here and probably listening with one ear. They always are, right? Children always listen to what you're saying, regardless of how they look. They're listening. <laughs> and uh, and I and I... Uh, I don't want them to wait until they're 58 before they find the love of their life. I don't, you know, clearly that's not necessary. Um, but for whatever reason, God chose this path for me, uh, chose the same path for Hedia. Uh, and there, there's got to be a reason. We've been able to share our story last night and a little bit today uh, through the comments. Um, but um, regardless of where you are in your life, whether you're 15, 20, 25, 30, 40, 50, 60, um, there's, as long as you're walking on this earth and breathing, there's an opportunity for you to change your life uh, and to find God and to um, turn the impossible into possible. You will do it. Uh, you just need um, to follow God uh, and, uh, and read the Bible uh, more than four times a week. That will change your life. I, I, I guarantee it. It has changed my life. I have gone to being in some aspect of God's word seven days a week. And, um, it has been amazing. It's, it, I would say it's a miracle, but it's not, it is, it is God working in my life. All right, my friends. Uh, I love you guys. I love you, Hedia, uh, and everybody else that's on 
on the show and I appreciate your kind words and that you follow uh, even those that, that are watching because I see there's more people watching that are, than I have in comments here. So those of you that are watching from afar uh, at some point, if you would uh, comment and say hi, either give like a heart or a dislike or uh, whatever you want to do, uh, that would be great too. If you're watching the replay, uh, please feel free to comment and let me know what you think about what we talked about tonight. Um, and again, as always, I love you guys. And, uh, and I appreciate uh, that you take the time to spend this time with me. Um, and, um, and God bless. And thank you for everything. Take care. Bye.